Congratulations to Paul Swan, host of The Drive, for capturing the prestigious 2024 West Virginia Broadcasters Association Excellence in Broadcasting Award for Best Talk Show. Tune in to Paul during your drive home weekdays at 5.06 p.m. on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 present The Drive. We are ready to go. It is your Monday edition. Paul Swan, your host for this October 30th. We'll get your text in this hour, 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. we got a lot to get over. Coastal Carolina, we'll unpack that a little bit more. And, of course, it is Appy Week. Don't worry, beat Appy, right? It is Appy Week. So we're going to get into that. We'll hear from Coach Huff in just a few minutes. As I mentioned, the text line is going to be wide open for you. 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. That's going to be the number to be a part of today's edition of the show. Okay, how are we now? How are we feeling today? It's been a couple of days. Game was on Saturday. The herd loses. Loses. I'm not going to say it was a decimating loss, but it was a bad loss. And I'm not saying a bad loss to a bad opponent. I'm not saying it was a bad loss. Heard got beat. And so that happens. Marshall's gotten beat four straight times now, so that's happened. Where are we at now today? Are we ready to move on? Are we set to go? Is it Appy Week? Are we ready to just to put that behind us and go and get ready for Appy? Or do we need to maybe decompress a little bit more? You tell me. And again, I'll open up the text line this hour. 304-396-TALK. 304-396-8255. Boy, Saturday night. Now, it was a late game. Not the latest we've had, but it was a late game. So I had a lot of people come up to me on Sunday, Marshall basketball, for those of you that you know, didn't go. Marshall was in exhibition play, both the men and women on Sunday, taking on U-Pike. And so I had a lot of people come up to me and say, hey, um, no offense, Paul. I didn't listen. It wasn't a you thing. It's just I, I couldn't stay up. I couldn't, I couldn't stay up that late. I had a few people say, hey, you know, I couldn't listen. I wanted to listen. It just wasn't where I could do it. You know, or I was sleeping or I was, you know, I just, you know, how'd it go? And I got that question over and over again yesterday. I got that question over and over again today. How'd it go? What, what was, what was it like? Well, it was, if you weren't listening, it was, I think it was cathartic for a lot of people. I feel like we had a big therapy session. I think a lot of people are upset with coach right now. That was my takeaway from talking to you, talking to listeners on Saturday, talking to the people who were up late trying to break this one down with me, that a lot of people are unhappy with the direction the football program's going right now, unhappy with the way that coach has run the organization. So there are a lot of people very upset, not happy. I even had somebody message in and say, look, it's great to see Cole Pennington, but that was kind of too little too late. And then I had others that say, hey, we need to keep Cole in. Just go with him the rest of the year. Roll with Cole Pennington. Get him ready for the following season. Because, of course, do you think Cole Pennington's going to hop in the transfer portal? I mean, he's he's got a legacy at Marshall University, and 
Yeah, I thought he did some things. Wasn't the best game ever. Wasn't the worst game ever. I thought he did some things. So we'll get Coach's thoughts. He was part of the Sunbelt media availability earlier today. So we've got Coach's thoughts on a few things since what happened on Saturday. Uh, We'll hear from Sean Clark as well, apps coach. We'll get your text in. We'll do all of that this hour, 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. And, of course, as I mentioned, we had basketball yesterday as well. Wasn't expecting a a sold-out Cam Henderson Center. And there was a good crowd there. It was a decent crowd there. It was an exhibition game. I know a lot of people were still traveling, transitioning back. A lot of people went down to the football game after all. It's in Conway, South Carolina. That's like a second home for a lot of people who live in West Virginia. So there was an okay crowd for, for both the men and the women. I think there would have been a bigger crowd for the women if there wasn't an hour and a half delay. It wasn't really a delay. It's just how it was formatted. The women played at 6.30. The men played at 3. I was not sure that was going to play well because a lot of Hurt fans came, saw the men. Hey, that's great. We had a great time, and then they left. And there was a good crowd. There were a lot of people who did stay for the women, and I was happy to see that. But there was a a nice hour and a half delay. There were a couple people who told me, like, hey, we just – we actually wanted to see the women. So we left, and fortunately we were able to come back and and park pretty close to the Henderson Center again and, and came in. And it was a free admission, so opportunity for you to come see the herd. And there's another exhibition game on Wednesday, opportunity for you to see the men. The women just had the one public scrimmage, the one public exhibition game. There was a a closed-door scrimmage, but that's not here or there. Overall, though, man, I thought it was was fun. The women, it was fun to watch them. They definitely are going to score a lot of points. Now, are they going to score on a consistent basis the way they did on Sunday? Over 100 points, are they going to do that? That would be something if they did. Absolutely. So the men get the win, 101-69. to Of course, Upike gets an early lead on them. Upike goes into the half, leading 40-31. to And here we go. Sky is falling. Sky is falling. And then Marshall comes out in that second half and just unloads. Outscored them. 70 to 29 in that second half. So it doesn't count. It's an exhibition game. It could have been a hundred point blowout. It could have been a one point win. It could have been a five point loss. It doesn't count. It's an exhibition game. It's okay. Let's see what we got. Let's see what we need to work on. And let's go up against someone else who is game plan to play us. But at the same time, they're trying to work on themselves. Let's see what we got. Let's go play against somebody else. And so you got the 101-69 win, and it was entertaining. I'm sure a lot of Herd fans, and I know I'll talk to some of you, no, we don't like it close. We don't like being down by 20. Then, after it was all said and done and we got to the women's game, they came out and just unloaded. The women outscored Pikeville 127-76. to Outscored them 33-15 to in the first, 29-17 in the second, 40-23 to in the third, and then 25-21 the fourth. And Coach Kim Caldwell was not mad about that fourth, but she's like, yeah, we got problems there. We got problems there. And so we had a chance to talk to her yesterday. I posted that audio. It's available now. You can find me on social media. 
on X, formerly known as Twitter, at Paul Swan. So I posted some of that. Uh, we're going to hear a little bit of that. We're going to hear a little bit of Dan because uh, I had a chance to follow up with Coach today. We had their normal Monday get-together. So we've got some of that from earlier today. I've got Coach Huff. We're going to get into that. we got your text coming up here on the show, 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. Already your texts are coming in before we hit the break. Let's read one now. Texter writes in and says, The basic question is this. Is football program better now than when Huff was hired? Offense is currently embarrassing. Uh, What's the metric? I think that's going to be the question I get hit back with if I try to answer that, is what's the metric as far as is the football program better? And Coach addressed a little bit of that. We're going to hear that in a few minutes. So I'll let him address as far as where the program is internally right now. But if we're going wins and losses, well, no. Wins and losses, those count. That's the thing we count. We count wins and losses. That's the metric that everyone goes by that's not in the athletic department's coaching staff, right? Hey, are we getting better? Yes. Are, you know, are, are students graduating? Yes. Okay, wins, you know, wins are important. Now, if you go higher up the food chain, wins become more important. But there's a lot of metrics here. Long way around this, though, the program could be better the, I don't know, the student athlete could be getting better nutrition. The student athlete could be getting better access to uh, academic help. The student athlete could be getting better opportunities. The conditions could be better. It could be top to bottom, completely better across the board from facilities to services to instruction to education, nutrition, as I mentioned, you know, strength and conditioning, all of that, it could be better. And then we look at the record and go, okay, they're four and four. What are they doing? So that's kind of a tough question because what's the metric? The metric is wins and losses for our argument today, and they're four and four right now. They're on a four-game losing streak. So obviously not doing well. It's not good. We'll hear from Coach Huff. We'll let him, in his own words, define a little bit more how the program is. So we'll do that when we continue. I want to get into that. And I also want to get more of your text. 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. We've got a lot to get into. We'll talk more basketball with you. We'll talk football. We're going to do all that when we continue on this edition of The Drive, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Check out Working Man's Store in Huntington, the biggest inventory of scrubs in West Virginia, featuring brands such as MedCouture, Infinity, Dickies, and Cherokee at the best price. Working Man's Store has one of the largest selections of big and tall shirts, jackets, and jeans in the area. Working Man's Store is the king of blue jeans with Levi's, Dickies, Carhartt, Lee, and Wranglers in sizes up to 72. And Working Man's Store has the best selection of men's work boots and casual shoes anywhere at the best price. Working Man's Store, open every day at 145th Avenue. Huntington. Stalwart Insurance is the name for insurance in the tri-state. They are committed to delivering tailored benefit solutions with thoughtful, strategic planning with valuable professional services. Stop by or call Stalwart Insurance for your homeowner's insurance needs. Stalwart Insurance is located right beside Kenny Queen Hardware on Route 10 in Barbersville. Call Stalwart Insurance anytime at 304-552-3883. That's 304-552-3883. Or visit them online at stalwartinsurance.com. 
Giovanni's has great Italian dishes. Spaghetti with meat sauce, lasagna, ravioli, manicotti, and baked lasagna. Giovanni's has the best sandwiches around from the Stromboli, Italian sub, calzones, and their signature Big Red. All dinners will be served with hot garlic bread or Italian rolls. Giovanni's Pizza, fresh, hot, and tasty. Have it delivered right to your door. Giovanni's, the Italian place to be. Hey, Bobby, you ready for football practice? I don't know, Dad. I don't feel so good. Oh, man, I'm sorry. Let me check your temp with Exergen. Oh, wow. Yep, you're staying home. Fever 100.2. Wow, those Exergen thermometers are as fast and accurate as our team. Exergen thermometers, the smart choice for those game time decisions. The clinically accurate Exergen thermometer is backed by over 100 clinical studies and conveniently located at Walgreens and participating retailers. Learn more at exergen.com. Hey, Tri-State, Frank's Place is where friends hang out with friends. Stop on by for happy hour from 4 to 6 p.m. and a lot of daily specials. If you were a sports fan, we have what you need from the Sunday ticket for the NFL, college football, Major League playoffs, and more. Listen up, Tri-State. If you're a first responder, stop by Frank's Place and check out the specials we have just for you. Frank's Place, located at the River Place Plaza next to Fratelli's. Check us out on Facebook for weekly updates and specials. Frank's Place, your home away from home. Charlie died after taking a single pill that turned out to be counterfeit. He was having back issues, and it was a counterfeit poisonous pill. Websites and social media selling fake medicines may look legitimate, but they're not. Drugs from these rogue pharmacies could have fillers like sawdust or deadly fentanyl. He died in less than 15 minutes after taking the pill. Now there's a free tool that can give you peace of mind. At safe.pharmacy, enter the pharmacy web address and you'll know if the site you're using is safe. If you're not getting your prescriptions from a legitimate source, that next dose you take could be your last. We just don't want other people to go through what we're going through. It's just horrific. Go to safe.pharmacy. Find out about fake medicine on social media and if the site you're buying from is safe. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. All right, let's get back into it. Text lines open 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. We got a few people texting in saying that, hey, look, football program's not good right now. It's kind of a consensus I'm getting from our text line. You can add to that. And, again, it's 304-396-TALK. 304-396-8255. Had a chance earlier to uh, listen in to the uh, Sunbelt media availability for Marshall football coach Charles Huff. And one of the questions, we'll get to this one first, one of the questions is sort of related to what I've been dealing with uh, as far as uh, a lot of the texts I've been getting, a lot of people. And again, a lot of this is anecdotal. I get it. You know, I talk to fans. I talk to you. You know, the temperature in the room as far as what I have taken and have heard from you is things are not well. Even even the sky, as rainy as it is, hasn't fallen yet, but it might feel that way. And that was kind of the, the question that was asked to Coach Huff as far as, you know, in relation to, hey, you know, what's what's the temperature in the room? You know, the sky's falling outside of the Shuey building. You know, the fans, 
and again, I, I don't speak for fans. Yeah, I speak for only you know what you've told me. I'm not speaking for everyone. But from what I've been told, it's not looking good. You're not happy. Sky is falling. And that's kind of the perception right now. Fans aren't happy. Marshall's losing and lost four straight. The offense hasn't scored a touchdown, an offensive touchdown in nine quarters. It's not looking good here. Marshall hasn't lost four straight since I think it was 2016. Let me see. I got my original note here. Okay. I've got my notes from Saturday. So nine quarters without an offensive touchdown. That means the offense has not generated a touchdown. It was the fourth quarter when the streak began. Fourth quarter. Marshall did not score an offensive touchdown against Georgia State. And then did not score an offensive touchdown in the JMU game. And then now in the Coastal Carolina game, did not score an offensive touchdown. So we've got nine quarters without that. And Marshall's now on a four-game losing streak. The last time the Herd went and had a four-game losing streak, it was the 2016 season. Marshall that year went 3-9. and nine. And also, under Coach Huff, this was the second, I believe, the second most points given up, second most margin of victory. That's what I'm looking for. This was the second largest margin of victory for the opponent under Coach Huff. you got to go back to... November 27, 2021, 53-21 against Western Kentucky. And you lose to Western Kentucky, that always stinks. So the question came up today. You know, the sky is falling. You listen to the fans. The sky is falling. Now, what's the feeling like in the building with, with the team, with the coaches? You know, how's the team doing? And here's what Coach Hef had to say. And I actually had a leadership meeting yesterday um, on Sunday just because that's their day to kind of come in and do treatment and we kind of get a little bit of game planning done. It's their off day. Um, and surprisingly, totally okay. Not okay with the result, but no, the sky's not falling. Um, you know, I asked them, typically what happens in these type of situations is um, either one, there's you know catastrophic injuries, which we've kind of run into, right? Two, you play really good opponents. We play the New York Jets, Pittsburgh Steelers, and the Cincinnati Bengals in a row. It's probably going to be three losses in a row. Um, <clears throat> not saying that's what we play, but I'm just saying if you play tough teams in, in a row, you, you're gonna you're gonna come out on a rough end if you don't execute and do the things you need to do. Um, and then just in my past history, not necessarily here, but just in my history as coaching, there's typically something that's going on in the locker room. You know, whether it's you know offense versus defense, or I should be playing or I shouldn't be playing. So I had a meeting Sunday with our leadership committee. We usually pick the uniforms we're gonna wear on Sunday. We usually figure out you know from a, a week perspective of how the week's gonna go. You know, do you guys need anything? Typically. They tell me, you know, there's no soap in the locker room, you know, some, something of that nature. Um, and, and I've asked them, I asked them, I said, you know, wh- how are we? Um, and, and Dalton Tucker and Owen Porter and Eli Neal are on that committee. And both of them said, Coach, our culture is in the best place it's ever been. He said, even down to the last drive of the game, um, Owen Porter said, even down to the last drive of the game for offense, and we knew we couldn't win the game, we wanted to score a touchdown. You know, it wasn't like, hey, let's go get on the bus. It was like, hey, Cole, go score a touchdown. Hey, you know, uh, Antoine Roberts, go score a touchdown. Um, and, and Tucker said, you know, all the way to the last drive of the game, they were cheering for guys like Chris Thomas, who got in the game and did some really good things at the end for those guys to go in and play well. Um, so, no, it's not, um, you know, the sky's falling. It's not something going on in the locker room. It's not offense versus defense. It's not old guys versus new guys. Um, it is we're not executing well enough in order to win these type of games. And we know we're capable of. So I think knowing that they're capable is keeping them from getting frustrated and coach would continue to say that there should be some frustration there and you know these guys are aware that they're able to play better they're able to perform better 
and there is a, a lot of frustration there. But he was kind of surprised when he talked to him with everything that's been going on, you know, with injury situations and, and everything that's happening with the herd. He he said he was surprised when he talked to him about, you know, where they're at and how they responded. The leadership feels we're in a great spot. I was honestly surprised. I wasn't expecting them to be, you know, the sky's falling, but I was expecting them to be a little bit more competitively frustrated. Um, and they're competitively, competitively motivated. They're like, let's go back to work. Let's find a way to help these young guys play a little bit better. Coach, change, you know, change the call a little bit so I can put a little more stress on myself and take some off of them. Um, really good. In a really good spot. Now, ultimately, we got to play better. I mean, no one is sitting here saying it's okay to have lost four games, but we, we understand there's a lot of left football left. Um, there's there's a lot of opportunity for these guys to create value for themselves. Um, so I would say I was surprised at where we are, um, but I was not um, I was not shocked. That makes sense. We've got really good leadership. We've got a really good culture. Um, and every week, we, we don't try to sugarcoat it. We tell these guys, if we go out and we don't play well, guys, we're going to lose. If we don't go out and we don't communicate on the back end, we don't go out and we don't execute, we turn the ball over, we're going to lose. So don't get frustrated. Don't cry in the locker room. Fix the things we need to fix. Obviously, coaches have a part of that. we got some things we got to do to kind of minimize some of the um, – areas of, of confusion or mistakes. Um, but I think we're in a really good spot. Obviously, we got to play well. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, playing well. That's the thing that fans want the most. Play well. Play well, win games. That's what fans want. Wins. That's the most important thing to fans. Wins. That's it. Go play well, wins. Now, we can get into the weeds a lot more. I know there are a lot of people that say, look, it's not fun to watch. Yeah, this is boring. It's terrible. It's not fun. It's not like Bobby Pruitt used to coach, you know, Air Raid, Chad Pennington, Randy Moss. You know, you've gone through that with me. I've gone through it with you. It's a different offense. From our text line, 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. Texter says, I think the football program has taken steps forward since Coach Huff took over, but in October, we seem to be snake bit. The defense lately can't stop running quarterbacks. Hopefully November will be better. Another thing, these are young men. Take it easy on them. Yeah, that's the big one right there for me. As far as I get frustration and I get that you want Marshall to win. We all want Marshall to win. Obviously, every program in America, their fan base wants their team to win. Every fan base in America thinks their team should be winning. Okay, almost every fan base, but there's a couple, I'm sure. But you get my point. Everybody wants Marshall to win. Everybody wants Marshall to be on top. Everybody wants Marshall to be successful. You, you love it. You support the herd. You like wearing your Marshall gear on Saturday. You love watching the Thundering Herd, right? You want to come out. You want to see them win. And they haven't won in four weeks. They haven't won. They've lost four straight. And you still like Marshall. It's just you can't puff your chest out a little bit now. It's like four game losing I mean I get it I'm a Bengals fan I've I've grown up with this I've lived this life I get it completely but I still rock that Bengals hat every Sunday I'm wearing my Bengals hat I'm out and about before the game I got my Bengals gear on I got my Bengals hat on you probably seen me you probably saw me before you even knew it was me because I was probably the only one doing that now everybody's doing it because the Bengals are better I get it understand but I think the disappointment here is that you see a lot of of changes with the football program. You see a lot of investment with the football program, and here we are at 4-4. Four and four. Texture says the offensive line doesn't block. Quarterback can't throw past 20 yards, and the D couldn't stop me or my cat. At the end of the day, this team stinks, but they still got my support. And see, that went well. Not where I thought it was going, but it, it ended happy. 
Yeah. Is your um, is your cat available? Does your cat have eligibility? That's the question. Seriously, does your cat have eligibility? Do you have eligibility? It puts you on the offensive side. I mean, I think your cat would have to um, back up Rasheen, but I think we got room. 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. We got more from Coach Huff. We got more from uh, Sean Clark. We're going to get into him as well. And we'll talk some basketball with you when we continue on today's edition of The Drive, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Hey, Tri-State, Frank's Place is where friends hang out with friends. Stop on by for happy hour from 4 to 6 p.m. and a lot of daily specials. If you were a sports fan, we have what you need from the Sunday ticket for the NFL, college football, Major League playoffs, and more. Listen up, Tri-State. If you are a first responder, stop by Frank's Place and check out the specials we have just for you. Frank's Place, located at the River Place Plaza next to Fratelli. Check us out on Facebook for weekly updates and specials. Frank's Place, your home away from home. You've cut back on everything and you're still coming up short at the end of the month. Give your local State Farm agent a call for a free discount double check. They'll show you how something as simple as combining car and home policies can save you hundreds of dollars a year. Being there to help keep more of your money is why your local State Farm agent is here. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. In Huntington, Jeff Smith, 304-781-1234. In Milton, Eric Dodson, 304-390-4515. And in Wayne, Vicki Tabor, 304-272-5149. Imagine this. It's a chilly winter morning. It snowed a little overnight. You think to yourself, is my car ready for this? There are multiple steps you could take to see if your car is ready for winter. Or one simple one. Have the pros at TikTok Tire make sure your car is ready for winter. They'll check your battery, tires, fluids, wipers, and hoses. Don't get caught out in the cold this winter. Give the pros at TikTok Tire a call and they'll be happy to answer any questions. Winterize your car at TikTok Tire, 2102 3rd Avenue, Huntington. Call today for your appointment at 304 525 With your choice of select sandwich, nugs, fries, and a drink, Wendy's $5 Biggie Bag is your go-to. Your nugget wingman. Your hot and crispy fry co-pilot. Just like us. We're like the bag boys. What? Bag boys, bag boys. What you gonna do? What you gonna do when we bring your food? (sighs) For a deal you can count on, bet on Biggie and choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. Bag boys, bag boys. U.S. price participation may vary. Includes choice of TVC or crispy chicken sandwich with four-piece nugs, junior fry, and small soft drink. Third-party delivery pricing may be higher. For 176 years, it's been a Glockner family tradition to provide excellent customer service. And that tradition continues during Glocktoberfest at every Glockner location, where we're celebrating our past, present, and future. Yes, we celebrate you save with Glockner's lowest live market prices with no payments for 90 days. And we always put people over profit with no hidden fees. It's Glocktoberfest happening now. We make it easy at Glockner.com. In honor of all those we've lost to cancer and those still fighting and thriving, like basketball analyst and cancer champion Dick Vitale. I want to beat cancer. I'm going to beat it. That's no doubt in my mind. I'm going to win this battle. Defeating cancer will take all of us. Join our team to help fund game-changing research that saves lives. At the V Foundation, V is for victory over cancer. V is for victory over the odds. V is for victory over health disparities, victory over setbacks, victory over the unknown. V is for victory over giving up. Don't give up. Don't ever give up. Join the V Foundation team and help save lives. Cancer can take away all my physical abilities. It cannot touch my mind. It cannot touch my heart. And it cannot touch my soul. Join our team in the fight against cancer 
at v.org. I'm Sally, a volunteer at United Way. I'm asking people around the neighborhood what they think this place needs. Uh, excuse me, hi. What do you think this place needs? I'd like to see more parking. More playgrounds. Free movies. Ah, uh, that's easy. Better restaurants. And you, uh, what do you think this place needs? This place? Oh, more ice cream trucks. Okay. <laughs> uh, how about you? Wi-Fi everywhere? I was thinking more money in the pockets of local families come tax time. Um, can I change my answer? I was just kidding about the ice cream. Oh, that's way better. Uh, now that you mention it. When it comes to getting better tax refunds into the hands of local families, what this place needs is you. To donate or volunteer, go to unitedway.org. Because great things happen when we live united. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. More of your text coming up, 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. I'm your host, Paul Swan. This is The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Yesterday was Marshall Basketball Exhibition, preseason, fans first, whatever you want to call it. So it was fun. The Herds back in action on Wednesday, taking on Lee's McRae College. Don't ask me for a scouting report on Lee's McRae College. Hyphen, Lee's hyphen McRae College. That's the opponent for the Thundering Herd on Wednesday. While all of that was going on, we had a full day of NFL action. The Bengals beat the 49ers 31-17. I, I couldn't stay away from that score. I had to find out. I've got that game recorded. I'm going to go back and watch it. I needed to see Herd basketball, obviously, but I wanted to watch that game so badly, so... I got the score. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go back and find out. It's the 49ers. I'm going to pretend it didn't happen and then be surprised by it. Seahawks beat the Browns 24-20. to Jaguars beat the Steelers 20-10. to And Sunday night football, the Chargers, and did not help my case in fantasy football, beating the Bears 30-13. to We got football tonight, 8 o'clock on Cat Sports 93.3 and 1340, 7.30 here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Um, it is the Raiders and the Lions, so NFL action coming up tonight. Back to the text line. Has the transfer portal destroyed the ability for a group of five team to maintain continuity in developing players? Yes, and with degrees of success and failure, I say yes because now you don't have – the opportunity to develop a player that is with you for five years. Instead, you go into the transfer portal and you address immediate needs and you go into the transfer portal because your kids that you have, your, your young men, your, your student athletes, they go into the transfer portal. So no more can you build that continuity, I think. And that kind of goes back. Remember years ago, we would talk about Marshall basketball. It's like, oh, you know, we're taking, taking a lot of props here. We're taking some props. And I started leaning towards, you know, I would like to see talent developed. I want to see talent developed, but I'm a little bit more like it's a necessary thing. You have to do it. If there's an available player that can make your team better, great. Now, in football, though, I mean, there's no continuity at quarterback because quarterbacks come and go every year. 
And if you have a really good season or two, and then Transfer Portal looks appealing to you because maybe you can elevate your stock, you go somewhere else, then you got to go bring some players in. And, of course, yeah, you're bringing players in maybe from bigger programs that maybe aren't getting the playing time. Why aren't they getting the playing time? You know, Why are they disgruntled? Why are they not the feature? Why aren't they the star? Why are they – they feel like they're the star, they're a good player, but you know maybe they're just not seeing the field as much. There are so many questions you have to answer when you try to bring this team in. And then, you know, you've, what's a veteran? In a few years, what's a veteran going to be on a football team? What's a veteran look like? So, I say yes. I think it has hurt. And teams that know how to manage it and be able to make it work will be the more successful ones. But I think veteran leadership and veteran experience can't be replaced. Texter wants to know, what changes are the coaches making to get better? Go her. That's a good question. What changes are the coaches making to get better? Well, I don't know what the changes they can make as far as, you know, what the schemes will be. You know, what can you do at this point in the season to fundamentally change what you're doing? You know, do you run some different looks? Do you run, you know, different variations of plays? Do you make a quarterback change? Do you put a Cole Pennington in, you know, what are those changes? And speaking of Cole Pennington, that, that leads me into Coach Huff, what he said today. He was asked about Cole. Of course, you know, everybody knows about Cole Pennington because his father, Chad Pennington, one of the all-time greats to do it at Marshall University. Again, if there is a Mount Rushmore of Marshall football, Chad Pennington will be on that Mount Rushmore. He might be the first one you put on the Mount Rushmore of Marshall football, not just quarterbacks, Marshall football. And Coach Hoff talked a little bit about what he saw from the young signal caller. Yeah, I thought he did some good things. Um, some of the things that show up in practice um, where he needs to continue to grow showed up in the game. Um, I thought the things that he did really well in practice or consistently does in practice, he was able to consistently do in the game. Can't turn the ball over three times. Uh, that's just something that obviously we've got to get fixed, not only in the quarterback position, but with the receivers and running backs, the whole nine. Um, you know, but I thought for the first you know, first time going to the college game, he did some really good things. There's going to be some opportunities that he's got a chance to learn from. Um, you know, it's not evaluating. Um, you know, the flow of the game, but evaluating his play. There's a lot of things that um, we could say, hey, really good job. And there are some things here we could say, okay, this showed up in practice. And this is why we're telling you you have to improve um, in order to be the quarterback that he knows he can be. And now Marshall's going to have that situation where you got two quarterbacks, right? If you're going to use Cam Fancher and they're going to use Cole Pennington, all of a sudden the other team has got to prepare for two quarterbacks. Hey, what a novel idea, right? What a novel concept. you got to prepare for two quarterbacks against the Thundering Herd. And Sean Clark, he was asked about this earlier today when he was speaking to the media in the Sunbelt call about the Marshall game. And he had some nice things to say about the quarterback situation here at Marshall, including Fancher. They're both going to play. I know uh, 14 Fancher, he's an excellent quarterback, can beat you with his feet. I'm not sure what his injury is. And then um, with Pennington coming in, we know the – the lineage he has with his dad playing, I played against his dad when he was at Marshall. And uh, you watched the, the the last quarter he came in there against uh, Coast Weekend. He can throw the ball. He, he has great command of the offense. So um, I don't think they'll change much um, for who they are. I think that Marshall's going to be who they are and, and run their offense. And but again, we'll have a plan for both quarterbacks. What an interesting way to go about life, knowing that the other team's got to get ready for two quarterbacks now. That's That's a big one there. 
And Coach mentioned turnovers. However you scheme it, however you write it up, however you put it on the play card, however you script it out, turnovers, killing the herd. That's got it. You know, you want to talk about um, things that need to be changed on how make the team better? Hang on to the ball. Yeah, I think, you know, a couple of things. One, the first thing you got to do is look at, you know, from a coaching perspective, are we putting the players in the best position to be successful with what we're asking them to do? That's where it always starts with us. Um, and then two, are the players able to execute? I mean, you know, there's a lot of um, reasons for turnovers. Ultimately, it comes down to somebody either putting the ball on the ground from a, um, you know, fumble perspective or someone throwing an interception from a quarterback perspective, which the quarterback gets all the blame, but there are reasons. Um, obviously, that's something that we, we've got to fix. I mean, I'm not turning a blind eye to it. We had minimized it a little bit when we were playing well, obviously. Um, and in this last, you know, four-game slide, it's come back to, to haunt us. So we've got to get it fixed. We've got to make sure um, that we're taking care of the ball. It puts our defense in a tough position. Um, it puts us in a tough position. Some of it is a little bit, um, you know, when you get into the game that was Saturday, you got to throw it a little more. So you're probably going to have a few more interceptions. It's not an excuse, but the more you throw the ball, the more opportunity for it to not go the right way. Um, but if we throw it 100 times, we've got to be able to make really good decisions with the ball. We've got to be able to make really good throws um receivers got to do a great job catching the ball um obviously o-line's got to protect um so definitely something we're looking at um and, and have to get fixed not want to get fixed but have to get fixed that's coach huff on the situation texter writes in as far as some changes that marshall can do suggests that the herd should put a tight end in the backfield to block the pass rush and says that that tight end can flare out as a safety valve if not needed to block we got more of your texts coming up. we got more Coach Huff coming up, and we'll hear a little bit from Sean Clark when we continue on this edition of The Drive, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Bogo, Bogo Wing Blitz! So what are you doing? I'm practicing my order for the Marshall Hall of Fame Cafe! Bogo Wing Blitz! What's a Bogo Wing Blitz? It's the best play in college football, baby! Marshall Hall of Fame Cafe College Game Day Bogo Wing Blitz! Every college football game day, buy one jumbo traditional wing and get one free! Plus $3 domestic tall drafts. Go-Go Wing Blitz! At the Marshall Hall of Fame Cafe on the corner of Fun and 3rd Avenue in downtown Huntington. Now is the time to add on a new bathroom or remodel your old one with the latest up-to-date bathroom fixtures from Mutual Wholesalers, 710 5th Street, Huntington. Come in today to Mutual Wholesalers' beautiful showroom and see how your new bathroom will look. Check out Acre by Max. Have a new bathroom this year. Mutual Wholesalers, locally owned and operated, 710 5th Street, Huntington. Call 304-525-9118. Stalwart Insurance is the name for insurance in the tri-state. They are committed to delivering tailored benefit solutions with thoughtful, strategic planning with valuable professional services. Stop by or call Stalwart Insurance for your homeowner's insurance needs. Stalwart Insurance is located right beside Kenny Queen Hardware on Route 10 in Barbersville. Call Stalwart Insurance anytime at 304-552-3883. That's 304-552-3883. Or visit them online at stalwartinsurance.com. Metro Community Federal Credit Union has been serving the Huntington community for 70 years and is proud to announce our newest location in Lavalette. We look forward to bringing the residents of Wayne County a modern banking facility, a full range of services, advanced technology, expert financial advice, community involvement, and even a smart coffee kiosk cafe. Learn more about Metro Community Federal Credit Union online at metrocommunityfcu.com. Equal housing lender. Member NCUA. 
for the safety of students, families, and teachers, schools across our country are closing. School closures can have significant and lasting consequences, particularly for vulnerable students, students who may face hunger, homelessness, and even trauma. That's where our organization, Communities and Schools, can help. For years, we've had caring adults inside schools helping these students stay in school. Now, we are taking our work beyond the school walls. Our caring adults are delivering meals, providing household supplies, connecting kids with online classrooms, and using technology to maintain the one-on-one -on -one relationships we know can transform the lives of students and their families. Communities and schools, going wherever we are needed, doing whatever it takes to empower students to succeed in school and in life. To see how you can help kids succeed, visit communitiesinschools.org. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Today's final segment means plenty of time for you, but you got to get them in now. Text line is open 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. We've been talking about Marshall football. The game coming up is Appalachian State. We've got a couple of things from Appalachian State coach Sean Clark to get into. He talked a little bit about quarterback play because now Marshall might have a two-quarterback situation, and if that's the case, the Thundering Herd will give teams a, a bit of a pause. Okay, are they going to start Cole Pennington? Are they going to start Cam Fancher? Well, we don't know that much about Cole Pennington, but we're going to have to get ready for him, and we don't know if Fancher is going to be the guy to start, so we're going to have to be sure to be prepared for him. And the fact that... This is an important game because it is a rivalry game. Marshall-Appalachian State. This might be the closest thing we've got to a rivalry going on here in the Sun Belt. All the other matchups, they're forming. But if you want to look at a history between a school, Marshall and App State, this is a rivalry. Coach Huff talked about that series earlier today. I'm excited about this opportunity, though. This um, game this week is um, a game that has a lot of history between these two schools. Um, Coach Clark has done a phenomenal job, um, you know, down there since he's been there. Um, his teams play hard. They're tough. They're well coached. Um, they play the game the right way. They're always competitive. You know, I know records are records and there's reasons for, for the records, but they're always competitive. Um, they've got a really good environment. I think their fans and their um, administration do, do a really good job with their uh, game day environment. Um, so it's going to be a, it's going to be a battle. Um, I expect a lot of um, Marshall fans will have a lot of um, eyes on this game just because of the past history, um, obviously um, between the two schools. Um, so we're looking forward to it. So Coach Huff is excited for the opportunity. On the flip side, Sean Clark he knows that there's a lot to play for, and it's a rivalry. Yeah, we do. We have a lot to play for, and this is going to go out of the very last week in, in the conference. And um, But, again, we are going to take a 1-0 uh, mentality, and we're going to face a, a really good Marshall team who, who started off the season 4-0 and had they've lost a few close games here recently and played some great teams. So um, it's going to be a battle. It's going to be a battle all year long. That's where we are right now. Uh, we, But, uh, again, it's a, a game we're excited for. This is a long rivalry. Anybody knows the, the history from the Southern Conference between Marshall and App State know that – Back in those days, it came down to the, those two teams to win the conference. So, again, it's going to be a great atmosphere here at the Rock on Saturday, and we look forward to it. Yep, always a good atmosphere at the Rock. I don't care what you think. Boone, North Carolina, that's college football on a Saturday. That definitely 
is a great place to experience football, more so if you're an App State fan, obviously. For the Thundering Herd, it's okay, we got to go to Boone. All right, let's go down there and get this done. But it's a rivalry, and Coach knows that this is important. That was something that he was asked about. Hey, you know, how important is this, this rivalry? It's very important. Before we uh, we knew they were coming to the conference, we played here in 21, I believe, or 22, and or 21. And it was a Thursday night game, had a great crowd. Both fan bases can travel. I mean, you're looking at four and a half hours, four to four and a half hours from, from campus to campus. And it's just a, a great college football game. I put them up there with uh, some of the uh, best rivalries in, in all of college football. So, again, two passionate fan bases that uh, have a lot of respect for one another. And, um, again, it's going to be a great challenge for us. Yeah, I think that's fair. You, you like getting after App because, you know, you respect what they've done. You appreciate them. You know they're a tough game. Always. They're always a tough losing or winning. It doesn't matter. They're always tough. They could be they could be winless and they're tough. They could be winning all their games and be tough. It doesn't matter. So yeah, I think that was fair what coaches had to say. Texter writes in, I thought TJ McMahon was the backup quarterback. Well he he, he was until the Coastal Carolina game. And then Cole Pennington got thrown in. And he could be the backup quarterback again. That's gonna be coach's prerogative. Always coaches' prerogative on those things. Nothing more, nothing less. I mean, you look at the depth charts. Coaches, they give us depth charts only because begrudgingly, I think, at times. Remember, we didn't have that depth chart that first game. Albany had played a game, and Marshall had not. But if you look at the Marshall depth chart, I'm looking at the game notes for Coastal Carolina, and you look at the quarterback position, it lists number 14, Cam Fancher, and then number 13, T.J. McMahon. And there's always a note with the depth chart. Based on previous game, I don't think this is going to be ever set in stone. Nothing is when it comes to these depth charts. Texter writes in, Talent of teams we have played the last four weeks have greatly improved. And I agree with that. Texter also says that they're not making excuses, but noticing a lot of new faces on defense Starting and playing names I have not heard before. I also wonder about the health of Ali and especially Fancher. Maybe we're going to see more of Cole Pennington. If Fancher isn't 100%, maybe that's the safety valve right now. I hope that Fancher, if he's ready to go and he's able to go and his health isn't at risk, that he's the guy if he's the guy. If he's not 100% and you have an option in Cole Pennington, I hope you go with him or you could go with T.J. McMahon. You could go with you know, whichever direction you want to go as long as I think you're doing the best thing for the players. And I don't question that the coaching staff is trying to do something that's going to take shortcuts. I can't imagine a coaching staff doing something that's going to put the players' health and safety at risk. So, yeah, but, you know, we can be concerned. If Ali can go, if the, if the medical staff are saying, look, you know, Rasheen Ali can go, he can go. Is he 100%? Probably not. Is he healthy enough to go without harm? Hopefully. Same thing with Fancher. Is he 100%? Probably not. Can he go? Probably. Can he go out there and play and not put himself in harm? I hope that's the case. Speaking of defense, Coach Clark was asked about that Marshall defense. Also asked about, this was an interesting question, asked about the Marshall defense, and did Clark think that the losing streak the last four games for Marshall would have an impact on the way the Thundering Herd will look. How 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 are they going to look on Saturday? Will they perform? Will they be ready? Coach um, did not uh, mince words. 
Well, I know Coach Huff will have his team ready. Uh, you know, I have a lot of respect for Coach and, and that program, been from that area, growing up in that area, knowing the attrition they have. Um, um, but it's it's going to be a challenge. I mean, they, they have great players. You look at their defense, Owen Porter, he, he is just – uh, he creates havoc everywhere, everywhere, every play. I know he had a cast on his hand this past week, but he still made plays. And they're big and physical up front on the defense, and I mean they have a lot of skill in the back end. I know I've listened to Coach Huff, and he has, he's had some injuries. I'm sure they'll be back, be back when we play them. But um, they play the game the right way. And they've had some tough breaks as well. But against a team we have a lot of respect for and, and looking forward to a great challenge this weekend. And that's a look at today's conference call from both Coach Huff and Coach Clark. We'll have Coach Huff tomorrow. More from him as it'll be his Tuesday weekly press conference at Marshall. I'll be there, and then we'll have highlights from it tomorrow. And, of course, we'll get into basketball as we've got exhibition play coming up on Wednesday for the men. The men taking on Lee's McRae College at the Henderson Center, 7 o'clock. Admission is free for those of you looking to spend Wednesday evening watching basketball at the Henderson Center. So looking forward to that. We'll hear more from Coach D'Antoni tomorrow. And we'll also hear a little bit more from Coach Kim Caldwell. That's all coming up on tomorrow's show. Thanks for tuning in. I appreciate everyone being with me today. Back with you tomorrow. We got a lot more to get into. It's App State Week. Are we excited? I still haven't got a true temperature uh, check here from the room. Are we excited? Are we excited for App State Week? I'm always excited for App State Week. Always an opportunity to beat App State, right? I'm there for it. More coming up tomorrow. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget if you missed any part of today's show or you want to go back and listen again, you can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Have a great night, everyone. FM or 94.1 W227BS Huntington. This is 930 WRVC Huntington, celebrating 100 years of broadcasting.